Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to yet again another fantastic indie creator interview. It's your Cape Crusader Cody, and we are keeping it geekly with our new, with our returning guest, Perry Edwards. I'm so used to saying that that bit uh, that when I have returning friends come up back on, I sometimes get tongue twist. Uh, Perry, welcome back to the show. We're here to break down Cold Blooded Volumes Issue One and his brand new volume, Issue Two, and everything in between. Perry, welcome back to the show. How, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. I'm Perry, your friendly neighborhood Mangaka in the making. Make an appearance on Keeping It Geekly. <laughs> so uh, last time we had you on, we were breaking down Cold-Blooded Volume 1 and the Kickstarter for us. Uh, give, give us a little bit on how that went for you and uh, how the, the fulfillment ended up going. Okay. Um, well, actually, I think we were talking about the pre-launch. Uh, oh, the pre-launch. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the, the, the pre-launch page in my light was dying out. Like, I was in the the taliban the cave mm-hmm. somewhere or something but i got a better light now and uh that's not happening and um yeah i had i had collected at least up to 30 like followers right before up right before launch 30 or 31 and i had like seven day one backers and i got another back the next day so it was it was a good launch it was a good day one launch that's what you want because um most people they're either doors open or doors closed mm-hmm. uh, meaning they, they show up when the store opens or they show up last minute right before it closes <laughs> so i may be waiting on a, a bunch of door closed people right now i know yesterday was thanksgiving and i just spoke uh with some of my family members they said they're gonna back but you know they they, they pretty much said like like uh, I'm gonna wait till the end. <laughs> I'm just like, okay, all right, back it now, come on, <laughs> yeah, back at night, ease my fears. <laughs> so, uh, give us a little bit um of a recap of who you are and how you got into creating comics. Okay, um, uh, I went to school <laughs> for animation and graduated with uh, a bachelor of fine arts in computer animation because. I thought I had wanted to, uh, I had these, uh, characters and stories in my head ever since middle school sketchbooks filled with them. I wanted to bring them to life. And I thought animation was the way to do it. But the, the more I learned about animation, even though I would still like to be in the animation industry, maybe as a storyboard artist, as an animator for my own story to have full creative control, comics would be the best for me. Because uh, you know shows are always at the mercy of a network or mm-hmm. a streaming service or whatever, and um, you know they they can't plan ahead. They don't even know if they're going to get a next season or what. But this this ensures you know I can make what I want, how I want, and if it gets adapted, you know I just gotta you know, hope, hopefully it gets adapted right, and then it will just be you know what I intended it to be. So. How was it like getting into this and having those notebooks filled with like content and ideas and different designs? Like, did do you feel like it kind of gave you a jump start, like jumping into Cold Blooded Volume One? Um, yeah, because like I mean, I've been thinking about this stuff for years, and um, I think it's a good sign because I read Araki's book on making manga, Araki mm-hmm. being the creator of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. And he even said there's been often times where creators had like characters they thought of from their childhood. And it's just like, that just lets me know, like, maybe I'm on the right path. Like this, this is, this is it, you know, just a confirmation. 
So uh, this the story is about Rembrandt. He discovers that he has uh, latent like reptilian abilities when an attempt's made on his life. But that's not all. He's also looking for his missing father. What was like some of the inspiration for this character when you were growing up? Like, has Rembrandt always been a character that's kind of been in the back of your head? Yeah, yeah. He oh, he definitely is. Um, as far as um. Like, I came up with the design first, and then, uh, you know, first he was just a lizard guy, then, like, mm-hmm. the transformation ability uh, uh, I thought of later. Um, his design is kind of partially inspired by, like, Sonic the Hedgehog, even though I'm not a big, like, Sonic person. Um, but, uh, uh, what was the rest of the question? <laughs> so, uh, like, just what was some of the inspirations? I like maybe like what were you watching around that time or what oh, were you reading? Oh, Dragon Ball Z, Naruto, the mm. just any anime on TV, really. That's the biggest inspirations, um, because it, it's a character that is meant for fighting, and there's going to be a lot of fighting and action, uh, in my over the course of my manga. It's always going to come back to like this is a battle manga. Mm-hmm. It's not a talking heads manga it's not a you know <laughs> it, it, it's, it's gonna be like fisticuffs so was it uh troubling transferring from like animation to to like paper you know or digital like you know making that jump from one like type of realm to another uh no because i mean i what i i always drew traditionally like first so really just learning animation was more of a jump from traditional to digital okay and then uh when i made uh cold-blooded i'm just going back to what i know uh save for the exception like uh photoshop and clip studio which i use some so is uh, all of this uh mostly done traditionally then yes mm-hmm. oh that's awesome man that is awesome yeah. And uh, my process has changed over over the course of it, and it may continue to change. I've actually been going more traditional because I'll buy the screen <laughs> tones off of Amazon and I'll put them on. And it's just like that way I don't have to do screen tones. Pretty much all I do is I scan, I scan it, adjust the levels, and I letter it and, and mm-hmm. for, uh, format it. And then that's like pretty much it. Um, you know, maybe if something's missing or anything like. Oh, the speed line should go there. I might, I might put in some speed lines or mm-hmm. something in a panel on Clip Studio. So, working as the writer and the illustrator, I mean, how's that journey been for you uh, so far? Uh, has there been any like troubling like issues that you've had, or has it been pretty much smooth sailing? Uh, it's smooth because it's just like I don't have to wait on anyone except myself, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, I know what I want, and I don't have to like communicate or convey it to someone else and wait on them you know that's a yeah that's very smooth yes uh and last we talked to you've uh got into content creation yourself i've noticed that you have a twitch channel as well as well as a discord that you made uh right when the kickstarter for uh volume two uh started started right yeah i made it like a few days prior to launch and uh i i invited some you know i got people on there uh i see it as like kind of like another uh, I've been using, I've been on Discord a lot more recently in past year, and mm-hmm. I, I used to not really like Discord all that much. Uh, <laughs> but now that I've been like, um, you know, hanging out with people on it, it, it's it's a great way to like foster a community. And I was like, 
I was thinking like I should have one because you know I have the email list, but the email list is just like a one-way communication to people. I need something like a Discord, like mm-hmm. that that if it ever gets big enough, it'll keep on running like on its own when I'm not there, you know, to um keep people invested and around. That's that's my hope for it. And there's a lot of fun things you could do with Discords too, like movie nights, game nights, like everything. So you could do, a, like you said, a lot of community building stuff too to kind of really have that sense, of like family essentially with like those who are like following you. Yeah. yeah I've, uh, I've mostly just been like, when, you know, I stream, I mostly just like been hanging out in one of the uh, voice channels when, when I stream or mm-hmm. I'll be in my other friend's Discord. Uh, and I'll be, or I'll be over there. No, that is, that's what's up. So give us a little bit about what happened in Cold Blooded Volume Two, and then we'll kind of lead into Volume, or excuse me, Volume One, and then we'll lead into Volume Two. And at that point, we'll pull up the Kickstarter. Volume Two picks up not too long after the events of Volume One. As you see, Volume One ends on a cliffhanger, and you get the payoff in the first chapter of Volume Two. Uh, of that cliffhanger and um there's really only i guess one major fight in this book uh even though this book is centered around battles um i I, unless you want to count the fight against the robots but anyway there's there's a little bit of fighting but then there's training and Mm -hmm. so that's kind of like this kind of like i don't want to call it a training a training arc but this is the but this is like the training portion uh before the big bad shows up okay so with rembrandt just discovering his uh reptilian abilities like how is he with controlling those is he still kind of like a loose cannon with them or does he have a little bit more you know mastery over it like what's his uh ability so far with it um like he knows he can use his tail and then Mm -hmm. that's about it because, hey, a tail would be handy in a fight, though, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it would, it would be. But you know, it was a whole fifth appendage. Uh, he didn't know, you know. Oh, I have this thing I can use. He learned that in volume one, so he already has that down. And then he's he's learning some of his other abilities, like he can regrow limbs. Mm-hmm. Uh, in volume two, he does learn that here. And then so far, that's about the extent of it. He's just been doing regular like human training because the way the power works is a kind of a multiplier the stronger your like base form is the stronger his uh transformation will be okay uh and i noticed uh, with some of the interiors that were on the kickstarter it looks like uh he's in a rather sticky situation a gigantic spider it looks like is getting ready to eat him i mean what is going on is he uh, it looks like he's in a uh quote-unquote web of trouble yeah um uh i i so that that scene may not be uh exactly what it what it seems but uh you know it's exploring his uh psyche uh, mm-hmm. i'll just say that um you know i guess it's how the, it could be sort of the cold open i i don't know what you'd call it um but you know he He's uh, kind of tortured over a little bit over the events of Volume 1. And so that's what that is dealing with. Okay. No, I gotcha. 
so i think right now would be a perfect segue let's go ahead and pull up the kickstarter and go through it together and for everyone that is watching right here is the link to check this out we have 12 days left to go but a cool thing is there is a free preview i think of chapter three right um or the first three chapters uh, at the bottom yeah yeah but the, it's free to read on webtoon to Pastic, so you can check that out as well and i just released uh chapter 13 not too long ago because mm -hmm. I, I made i finished chapter 14 which is the last volume two okay all right so let's go ahead and switch over right here so uh you said uh how many chapters uh is uh cold-blooded currently at right now it is at 14 14 all right let's go let's go so how many chapters are you planning on having this series be or is that kind of still uh to, to be determined Ch chapters i don't know volumes I mean, it could, <clears throat> it could easily span like, uh, I don't want to sound like, like, uh, uh, too greedy, but maybe like 40, 50 volumes or more, mm -hmm. but I, I don't know exactly where that would land the series. Cause I have, I have arcs planned out in my head, but I think, I think about, I know where about the first 10 volumes are going to go though. Like, okay where they're more or less going to land and then after that it's like the wild west i know what i want to do but i don't know like how many volumes is it going to take <laughs> to get those stories done yeah so we are looking at cold-blooded volume 2 manga monster battling monsters currently at 469 dollars of a 1200 goal with 13 backers and 12 days left to go man uh almost halfway there uh let's go um do you want to watch this video real quick <laughs> Oh, okay. yeah, sure. May yeah. as well. We did on Tyler's stream. In the gym, training on your base <laughs> form. I get it. I get it. Uh, did you already reveal that 30% uh, milestone uh, goal? Yeah, I did. I did. So uh, what was it? Give us a little bit. Give you, us the juice. You get a poster of your choice out of the six <clears throat> chapter covers of uh, volume two. Mm -hmm. So, you know... Uh, it's gonna be so that's including like the cover there because the cover of volume two is just like one of the chapter covers so, mm -hmm. you know every every book i'm just gonna pick one of the chapter covers and that's gonna be like the cover of the book and um it it's one of them and since there's six chapters you know you have you have one of six choices of which one you want and that was it and and you get everything uh the pdfs the books the variant cover and then a choice of your poster. So give us a little bit about who's on this cover right here. You know, who, who are we looking at right here? There, it looks like some interesting uh, potential villains. Uh, no, actually, well, sort of. Uh, these, these are going to be uh, Rembrandt's Nakama, uh, his allies. Mm, and, okay. Uh, so not villains. <laughs> right. Well, they can... The, uh, if you're familiar with shonen they can always start out as villains okay in turn i got you um so <laughs> and so from the bottom we have his uh grandfather he's like uh kind of like the all might kakashi sensei this like he, he's pretty like all powerful um and then uh to the, the guy in the green we have uh, uh kid coolman he uh aka slicer um, and then uh, to the right of him, we have uh, Jordan uh, Phaser, who can um, like phase through objects. It's kind of like Lamillion 
from my hero but his his power it has different rules surrounding it mm-hmm. um and then uh we have auburn um uh, right below rembrandt himself uh who is also doubles is kind of like the ninja character that's that she's not like that's kind of what i was going with her mm-hmm. uh right even though she never calls herself a ninja that's kind of like it, it, that's kind of like she's she's a cat you know it, it kind of goes hand in hand that's why i got the kind of like kunai-esque weapons on her belt uh but you know but they can uh explode once activated and then right here is the first five pages from chapter nine as well so is this a volume starting off with chapter nine then is that like the uh, introduction yeah, yeah this is the beginning um you know uh uh, this is the beginning, and uh, this sequence uh, will make sense once you read it. The first chapter is like chapter nine is actually kind of long, um, in comparison to some of the other chapters, because uh, I made it right after my uh, first Kickstarter, and I, after my first Kickstarter, it had been so long since like like I worked on anything. I was just itching to go. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, <laughs> I just I just like made a schedule I'm like I'm gonna get this chapter done in like a month and like and I added pages on and it's just like <laughs> is grueling and then I made it I was like okay I'm ready, I'm ready to take a break now mm-hmm. <laughs> already oh no so this could be dad well what a cliffhanger right here he's dad and it's like we don't get the full uh, reveal but I, I love that little cliffhanger right there to leave off on and of course, we were talking backstage about this. All the uh, people at the cons buying up your your uh, volume one. Congratulations on that. That is so awesome. Uh, thank you. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, that's from a couple different cons. Uh, some of those pictures. Bottom six are from Modesta Anime. Then the two at the top right is like, a, I think it was a toy con uh, in Odessa. And uh, uh, top left, that was, that was actually at his house. I you know, I sold it to him as a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. You know, if you if you buy it from me off the street, I'll get a picture. I'll get a picture <laughs> of you with it. <laughs> I've done it. And then we have uh, the man himself, Perry, in the flesh, right here, of course. Yeah. So, um, right here too are the uh, pledges. So let's go through some of the uh, reward tiers as well. I mean, and like I said, guys, you can download the, the first three chapters right here, or you can read it in its entirety on these links right here. Um, here's the link to check this out with us. If you're unable to back this awesome campaign, simply just retweeting it, putting it on Facebook, anywhere you can. Um, we'll get the word of mouth out there and, you know, it's 100% free to do. So, you know, what's holding you back? You know, get to the gym now. So we yeah, have... Yeah. <laughs> uh, call to call, action. <laughs> call, Code-Blooded Volume 2 PDF for five bucks. We have Volume 1 and 2 for... Excuse, uh, five bucks, and then volume one and two for nine. Um, awesome catch-up tier right there. We have uh the PDFs plus volume two, uh, for fifteen. So you get the catch-up tier with the physical, and then you get the physical catch-up tier at twenty-five. So awesome tiers. How much are these volumes uh individually, like page count? Oh, so volume one is like two hundred. Uh, v- volume one is like around 200 pages. The uh, volume two is actually going to be a little bit thinner since so less chapters. It's going to be 139 pages. That's still almost like what 300, 400 pages uh, for 25 bucks. That's an amazing deal. Yeah, all, all together. Um, and uh, the story ends, and uh, volume two ends in a good spot. So, uh, 
you know i hope for volume three to really like hit it and get it make mm -hmm. it uh thicker more stuff more content in it at 39 we have the pds plus volume one and two and then volume two variant cover so any uh idea of what that cover is going to look like yet or is that still kind of to be announced um so uh i david designs he's on uh instagram i met him i met him a few times at cons he's gonna do the variant cover mm -hmm. and uh I, I i told him like you can just make a version of like my cover but in your style because that's kind of that's what i did with volume one and so this will be like it'll be more cartoony looking okay uh but i i think it will uh look cool it'll, it'll be a good juxtapose to the volume one variant which was a lot more like realistic mm -hmm. and then at 45 we have the 30 percent milestone bonus which is going to include uh the pdfs volume one two at the variant cover and a poster of your choice as well at 100 bucks this seems like a heavy hitter so you got pdfs volume one two volume two cover and then all eight single issues so uh you have like individual issues as well yeah yeah because uh, i i printed them uh first and uh i need to get rid of them because <laughs> i don't want to do single issues anymore i just want to do books mm -hmm. this is why there's no single issues for volume two because because yeah, i'm just gonna do come out with the books uh i think the way to read individual chapters you know you can follow you can read them online when they come yeah. out and then get the book when it comes out no that makes sense and i think it's kind of easier too to kind of like you know you get a volume and you don't have to worry about oh well i'm missing issue four i'm missing issue three like it's all right there with you in, in one uh one book book so that is awesome right there is the uh kickstarter in its entirety guys here is the link one more time be sure to check this out and most importantly back you know make this project happen so perry after going through that kickstarter in its entirety what would you like to say to anyone who might be on the fence about backing um if you like dragon ball z one punch man my hero academia you'll probably like this the art gets better and it's just gonna keep getting better uh if you want to be a part of some special now is like good time to get on the ground floor uh because you know hopefully uh i want to do a kickstarter a, a year at least with a, so like a book a year and uh start building up a, a body of work mm -hmm. oh that is awesome and you you really are putting out the work there too it's it's funny you're saying i'm, I'm i'll take a few uh, days of you know rest but i'm like i don't know perry you've been really hitting <laughs> the ground running with all this it seems like that it didn't happen <laughs> overnight it didn't <laughs> Sometimes I wonder, like, maybe I took too many rest days late. <laughs> <laughs> so, Perry, we've come to my favorite part of the podcast, and you've been on the show before, so you know the drill. Um, For anyone out there who might be struggling just getting going with a project, um, art style, writing style, or anything in between, what type of advice would you offer them to help them kind of break through that barrier? About, or like, writing and drawing? Just uh, e either or, um, any, any part of the comic process. Um, you will not gain experience by not doing it. You just have to do it and you're going to learn from there. Um, you know, I, I'm probably not where I need to be, but by volume five, maybe I might, mm -hmm. maybe I'll be at, finally be at a point, you know, is, is the thing I've seen people talking about like quality assurance and all this. And I'm just like, 
this is in indie comics there is no quality assurance like <laughs> people are not gonna come out the gates no one comes out the gates knowing what to do mm-hmm. uh, and it's just kind of ri- like ridiculous to expect that of yourself or other people to just like um start like you've been doing it for years already that's not how life works that's not how skills work and you know it it really uh it feels like it would hamper your your abilities right like because you're always being so hard on yourself you're not giving yourself room to, to breathe and, and grow yeah yeah it, it is hard on yourself and it's like uh, uh, tyler was talking to me about in his stream some people they're they're stuck developing where they're just in a constant state of working on it and uh, you know it, it's called development hell he hadn't heard of it before but that, that's what it's called when you're just spending so much time uh developing something but you never you never make it so nothing mm-hmm. is ever concrete or set in stone well it's time to break out of development hell with this right you know you can get yeah, out right. there you put, put right the, the pen to the the paper and, and start digging your way out exactly you if it takes it you can you can do like a, a pilot or a one shot and you can do it over again i know it sucks but it's like you if you did it if i went back and did chapter one over it would be better mm-hmm. like if if i went back and did my chapter 14 over again i would probably make it better it'd probably be better because like when you do it again and again it it's only going to get better but isn't that kind of like an endless cycle in itself too you got to know when when to step away exactly and that's the only reason why i just don't go back and constantly redo stuff because i want to move on Mm -hmm. i want to get to the next thing that's kind of my attitude any uh criticism critiques i i i get i i I save it for future reference i don't like going back you know but uh, you know just for someone like you know but that's mostly just like if you make a one shot you would just start over the one time, right? Because that's like how a lot of manga are. If you read Naruto's mm-hmm. one shot, it's different from like the actual first chapter. I didn't even know Naruto had a one shot, to be honest with you. Yeah, you, you know, most most manga like because they get one shots in the in the contests mm-hmm. and uh, they win for serialization. So then they start off from chapter one and they usually go back and rework some things. I got you. No, that just that makes like, a, that makes a lot like of sense. Just like the pilot of a TV show, because mm-hmm. like a lot of TV shows have pilots, and sometimes they're sometimes the pilots are episode one, sometimes they're not, because they go back and they rework some things, so the the pilot may be very different. No, that is awesome, Perry. Thank you so much for swinging by and breaking down Cold Blooded. Hopefully, everyone is warming up out there with another hot sale. Back this book, get volume two, motivate yourself to work out. Uh, it's it's all in the video. It's all 100% true. <laughs> Here is the link to back it. Perry, thank you so much for swinging by and hanging out with us. Everyone watching, I hope you all have a lovely Thursday, but Friday. But most importantly, keep it geekly.